I ain't gonna expose. I'm not like that. I'm not a snitch. Virginity. Mm-hmm. Hush, hush, stop. Yeah. They love me. Let's see if your parents raise you. It's deeper than the physical. What up, fam? <laughs> Welcome back to the juxtaposition, everyone. Welcome back to the juxtaposition. I am Nana alongside my co-host, not the other co-host, because the other co-host got stuck in traffic, man. Yeah, she, she couldn't she make it. They got her. My name is Bernice. Yes. And I am Nana, and today we have a special, special, special guest. Yes. Ma'am, what is your name? Tell us. My name is Aisha. I'm also known as Champion. 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 <laughs> yes, we have Aisha on our podcast. Yes. Um, I don't know how long I've known you. You probably know that a lot, definitely longer than I have. Maybe by like two years. I feel like I know you for maybe six. Since 2017, that's that's yeah, the first time. Whatever I've met. Or 2016. Yeah, that's yeah. like six, seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a you long know, time. Maybe no. 2014, 2013, something yeah. like that. I, yeah, because I just found out that I was working at Room Promise. It would be my 10th year. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I'm a grandma now. So. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. I like it, though. No, I'm a grandma in terms of, like, you know, yeah, ministry. The, yeah. We, don't, we usually don't last this long. Oh, that's true. Mm. That is true. yeah. yeah. That's so she's girl. been around, and so we're going to have her. She has some great things to talk about. We're going to talk about faith. We're going to talk about some finances, you know, the money. Yes. Yes. Everybody's yes. in this in this world mm. right now trying to make extra coins, and it's so it is a struggle. And so, But before we start, just introduce yourself, what you do, mm-hmm. a little bit about your history, your background, and we go from there. All right. Yeah. So as you know, my name is Aisha. Um, I... I'm a financial licensed financial advisor, mm-hmm. and so I just started a business called Beyond the Block, mm. which um, basically works with clients, um, helping them to figure out where they're trying to go, where they're at now, and how we can bridge that gap. And mm. then also, I work full time with Urban Promise Toronto, and mm. I'm a leadership development coordinator there. And I mainly work with children and youth living in Toronto community housing, and that I've been doing mm. for ten years. So. Mm. This she busy. Yes. Busy. <laughs> okay. Busy. She's making she's she's giving back and yes. she's trying to teach the people how to make some money mm-hmm. and budget mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. on and so forth. I have a question. Yeah. So ten years. Mm-hmm. First of all, how like what keeps you going? Yeah. Because once again, we don't hear that. Mm-hmm. Ten years in ministry, mm-hmm. we know the politics that and happened. specifically doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. yeah. Um. To be fair, like the ministry I've been with, um, first of all, I just love the mission. Mm. Um, and then the the leadership staff there have really taken care of me. Mm. Um, and even when, you know, because we've gone through our hard seasons as well. Mm-hmm. And there was times when I was like, okay, maybe this isn't for me. Mm. But every time I wanted to leave, God was like, no, this is where I want you right now. Mm. And I've had a lot of dreams and aspirations in my life. I'm like, okay, God, when do you want me to get at it? But um Honestly, the youth and the growth. Mm. Uh, this summer, I there's so many times where I got emotional and I wanted to cry because I was like, I literally am looking at all my leaders mm. and I remember them as kids and now they're here going back and restoring mm. their community. So mm. I've been very blessed and fortunate to see the fruits of God's labor, you know? Mm. So that sustains me a lot. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you, you work in the community and you're helping out with your time and your gifts and abilities. Mm-hmm. So now you're in the finance right game helping people and i know in the community that's a touchy topic that you know we we kind of avoid so yes can you talk about your journey and how you got to finance okay so i mean 
they seem separate, but as you said, they are connected. Yeah. Um, it started off really with just like me. So as a young girl, I grew up in Toronto community housing mm. and I knew for sure, like when I grew up, I wanted to um, retire well and I wanted to own a home and mm. I wanted to give back to the community, but like financially, mm -hmm. right? At one point I thought I was going to be like the next Beyonce, but that's <laughs> yeah. a side thing. Um, so yeah, but then, you know, fast forward, I end up doing ministry and I'm looking at my finances. I'm like, I'm not getting at what I dreamed about as a kid. Mm. And so, and then when I started calculating things for like retirement, I'm like, no, 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 something definitely yeah. has to change. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And I also want to teach the kids financial literacy. Yeah. So um, ended up hooking up with a friend. We ended up bringing another woman in. She did a workshop and just was very inspired by what she did. Mm. And beyond that, just like how it was already touching the youth. So I figured in my mind, if I can work out what I'm doing and, and figure out finances. I can pass that information off to the youth. Mm -hmm. But as I'm going and I'm studying and I'm studying to become a financial uh, advisor, I realize like, as I'm talking to my friends, family, and just people even outside of my community, mm -hmm. I'm realizing that the average Canadian does not understand the financial industry, specifically yep. in Canada, right? Mm -hmm. And so as I was doing that, I'm like, listen, this is a win-win situation. Yeah. I can get at what I'm trying to do, have a business that is of integrity, and I can also still help other people mm. get there as well. So I'm like, to me, it was a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I ended up there. Yeah, she she definitely is helping me. <laughs> what I say, like, it, it's important to know where your money's going, what you're doing with your money. Because mm -hmm. one thing she taught me, is like, you think you're spending a certain amount, and you're just like... And then you're just like, where's all this money? Where's all this right. money? You're like, right. I have extra money, but you're just like, I don't know where it is and where it's going. And exactly. so that's something that she definitely has opened my eyes to see and to realize. So with that being said, when you started, mm -hmm. what's what are some common things you were starting to realize amongst Canadians or even the people you're working with mm -hmm. that was a common mistake? Ooh, a common mistake. There's... Um, mm, 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 mm. One big thing I will say mm -hmm. is that people think about uh, the retirement plan way too late, mm. right? Um, so as we're calculating numbers and people are like, okay, yeah, eventually I'm going to get at it. But it's like people, even my age, like they're now just like, okay, maybe I should start saving mm. for that. Maybe, you know, um, also a huge, huge thing is saving versus investing. Mm. A lot of us have been taught work hard and save your money. Yeah. No, that yeah. is that is a no because of inflation. And we've all been feeling <laughs> yes, it, right? Yes. So inflation has gone up through the roof. Yeah. So it's just like, if you have your money just sitting in a bank, just saving, it's mm. actually losing value, mm. right? Whereas like, if you have it in investments, then at least outpacing inflation, then your your money is actually doing what it's supposed to do, yeah. right? So that is a common misconception. Yeah. Okay, when you say investments, because I hear people saying that a lot, what do you mean by investment? Like, do you mean I'm putting in an account and it's growing on interest or um, I have a group of friends and then we're putting in money to get an investment property or mm -hmm. like, what do you mean by like investments in your... Essentially, I mean all of that. Mm. Mm. And everyone has a different appetite for how they want to invest. Um, obviously, diversifying your portfolio is better. But yeah, some people, it's an investment property. Some people is like, okay, mm. I just want to invest in stock. Yeah. Some people are like, and how you even go about investing, what accounts do I want to invest through, right? Mm. Um, the one thing I recommend is like if you're trying to invest don't do it in a regular savings account because, uh, the interest rate yeah, is not uh, yeah it's not high and so how would you if you were to if you would like to what were some things you would suggest in terms of just a regular savings account because some people are like 
I don't know what account to open. What what account should I open? And yeah, because I honestly have zero understanding of what the bank like all the extra because it's just too yeah. much. Yeah, who's explaining this to me? Just I just need to put my money somewhere and that's it. That's yeah. literally it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's so. When it comes to savings, um, again, it really depends on the person's situation. So mm-hmm. take that as a more of like a general statement. Yeah. Um, but yeah. In terms of, if you're going to save in your regular savings account, it should be more like a sinking fund. So Mm. you're saving for like vacation or, you know, those short-term things where you just need to put money aside or your emergency fund could even be in there. Mm -hmm. But again, that's not the best place to have your your money grow. Um, Even if it's just sitting there short-term, you can do something like a high-interest savings account. Mm -hmm. Or um, we're talking about a huge thing that people don't know about. It's TFSAs and how to use it properly. Yep. So that's a tax-free savings account. People treat it like a regular savings account, but you should be investing through that account Mm. so your money grows tax-free. And (laughs) I can go in again about taxes, but yeah, yeah, you want it in an account where your money's at least growing to some degree more than 0.01%. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, With your experience, like, you know, in the community and also journeying with people, mm-hmm. what's one of the reasons or one of the some of the reasons young people get into debt? Oh, um, lots. So one is a lack of financial education, mm-hmm. um, of literacy. We don't learn it in school. The banks, like you said, aren't yeah. teaching us. Um, and for a lot of us, especially those who have immigrant parents, um, a lot of them don't generally don't know any better and so can't pass off the information. Yeah. Another thing is that a lot of them um, get a credit card and don't know what to do with it. Yeah. It's it's not it's not free money. It's yeah. true. Right? <laughs> so a lot of them ended up racking up debt. Mm. Um, also, a lot of them misconceptions even about debt because we have been also taught that all debt is bad and that's not always the case right um essentially you want to get to a place where you're spending other people's money yes but um (laughs) can i pause you there can i pause you there because i was in a bible study right Mm -hmm. and um uh, one of our pastors put on a video um he's like a youtuber money guy no not not a money guy but he's a youtuber christian he's talking on like christians and debt right yeah and he said a line or he said um, something his pastor said. Okay. So I wrote this down and I want to tell it to you because <laughs> okay, okay. I'm like, this is crazy because not all debt is like bad. You yeah. Know? So he said his pastor once said, debt is essentially telling God that his current level of provision is not enough for your life. And then arranging how to get more for yourself. And then we heard that. We're like, what? Like, mm. I, I don't agree with it because like, I don't feel like I feel like not all debt is bad debt. Like you said, like mm-hmm. you may want to get a mortgage. Yes. Sometimes life happens and right. like you're down bad and you may need to borrow from someone. So it's like yeah. sometimes we can have pastors or certain people saying, nah, debt is not good. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like there's some good debt right. that's out there. Yeah. And it, what I think it is, and I get what he's saying yeah. and I believe that is true of bad debt, Mm. right? Um, You're spending beyond your means and that's not what you should be doing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I agree to that degree, but when it comes to good debt, yeah, no, it doesn't really apply. So Mm. it's again, it's a blanket statement that needs a bit more explanation and context behind it. I think if you give that out to people, then yeah, like you're saying, something as simple as a mortgage. That's a a credit. You're borrowing money to, you know. Um, But if you're borrowing the money for a purpose to invest it and make a profit profit off of it, Mm -hmm. then it's different. It's no longer a bad debt. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that. I would take that with a grain of salt is what I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm. Okay, this is coming to my mind because I'm hearing a lot about like saving. So I, I want to own a home one day. <laughs> and um, my bank account's not really, it's not really. Uh, Reflecting that. No. Yeah, yeah. And so as a young person, I think that's one of the, I guess maybe one of the desires, but also things that make us anxious is like, how am I going to own something mm. <laughs> when the market is like sky high and I'm trying to save, but I'm also trying to pay off my credit card and my school loan. So mm. what would you suggest to somebody who's, who's hoping one day to own a home? Mm -hmm. What are some things they can do to prepare that or to start taking steps towards that? Because it does get a little frustrating. It does get a little scary when you're looking at your bank account and how much you make and things that you have to pay off. And you're mm -hmm. just like, am I ever going to move out of my parents' house? Or you also <laughs> just, you look at like, you, you look at like the landscape and how much it costs. And you're like, bro, what the heck? Yeah. Like 10 years ago, we're saying this was expensive. But 10 years ago, if you look at the prices now, I, yeah. like, I would have jumped to it. I believe in God. I do. Yeah, I love yeah, him. And I yeah. surely believe that he can make a way. Yeah. But. This is craziness. Okay. <laughs> we're going to have to move to Timbuktu to go buy a house. This is actually, this is actually nuts. Yeah. Cause they're paying people to move there, actually. I'm, oh, my um, gosh. I might be on the next flight Me there. too. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I, I, I completely understand that. And, um. For me, like, it's not just, like, I guess, what what generation are you guys a part of? Uh, we're, like, in a millennial and Gen, Gen, Gen Z. Okay, yeah, so yeah. we're all Gen kind of in Z. the yeah, same, same pocket, yes. right? Yes. Um, and before I got into this, I was like, yeah, I'm never going to own a home. Hence the reason why I want to own a tiny home, but mm -hmm. that's a whole other story. <laughs> um, but, yeah, my advice to people, honestly, again, everyone's situation is different. Yeah. You know? The first thing I would tell someone to do is go talk to a financial advisor. Mm. And also, specifically when it comes to home, talk to a real estate agent. Talk to a mortgage broker. Like, these people can help at least lead you into the right direction, right? right? Um, and what to do and how to go about it. But... To be honest, it comes back down to your own finances and how you're managing it. Mm. If you're not managing your finances properly, then you're never going to get to a point where you can buy the things that you want, such yeah. as a home, right? Yeah. So it would start with that. If you're paying off student loan, there's different things that you can do to attack it yeah. um, in mm. terms of uh, there's the avalanche sort of, um, what is it, strategy that you mm -hmm. can do. Um, and sometimes they say, oh, just attack your debt. But sometimes it's actually good to, depending on how big your debt is, right. you can save simultaneously as well. Mm. Right? So, again, it, I don't necessarily want to say something specific because everyone's scenario different, is different. Yeah. But what I do say is, like, don't give up hope. Mm. Your mind is actually the most wealthiest thing that you have mm. as long mm. as you keep feeding it the right stuff. So go find the right advice yeah. and also be patient yeah. with yourself. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not, it's not going to be easy yeah. and you need to be disciplined. Yeah. And another thing, like... When you get your first home, don't necessarily think of it as like your principal home either, yeah, right? Um, again, depending on your situation, pool in with other people that you trust mm -hmm. um, to get the first home to kind of get your, your feet wet and to get into the market. Yeah. So yeah. there's different strategies, but depending on people's scenarios, yeah. we'll determine which one is best fit for you. Yeah. yeah. The reason I feel like this conversation is very important and mm -hmm. like what you're doing is very important is because... I'm a firm believer in the steps we take right now, like the little things we do right now mm -hmm. is going to set the tone for when you're married or living by right. yourself. So right. that's why it's like when I hear stuff like this, I get kind of anxious as a man because <laughs> it's like, yo, I need to start yeah. like no. doing these little things yeah. because it's like, how am I going to lead a house, a wife, if I can't mm -hmm. even lead my own mm -hmm. right. bank account? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So it's like. 
I think you touched on this a little bit, but what's some money tips we can do that we can thank ourselves in the future for? Like, mm. every time I get a paycheck, should I put 30% yeah. of it away? Well, I heard or? that where it's the, the 50, 30, 30, or something like that. 50, 30, mm. 20. Yeah, something real. Yes. See, I tried that. It's kind of hard. <laughs> hard. And, no, but she did mention this, though. But mm. she did mention that uh, talking about discipline, but go ahead. Yeah. yeah. I Okay, so... Just to speak on the 50, 30, 20 rule, yeah. another young person recently asked me about that. And it's not that it's a bad thing, but mm. honestly, I would say the younger you are, if you don't have dependents, if you aren't married, I'd say like, yes, the 50% of like expenses, yeah. figure out what your expenses are, pay for that. Yeah. But whatever else is left over, get disciplined. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Put that in, get your emergency savings yeah. up, which should be three to six months yeah. and start investing. Mm. Right. Mm. Um, that's what I would say. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be married to, to the 50-30-20 yeah. yeah. rule. Yeah. Again, like you said, your situation, it may not necessarily lend yeah, to that, right? Depending on your income. Um, sorry, I forgot your initial question now. I said, what's some money tips we can do to thank our future selves? Um, I would say the emergency fund mm -hmm. and investing. Mm -hmm. Honestly, because even if you're investing a little, because of the beautiful thing called compounding interest, mm -hmm. that will... Um, really you'll really reap the benefits of that later on in life yeah. right and also when you're investing don't for most of it like don't look at it as like a short-term thing that you're going to pull out within yeah. the next like three years yeah. let that sit and settle especially if you're young yeah right yeah. um i know we want to move out of our parents home yeah but honestly if you're living in a very healthy <laughs> scenario and you're not paying healthy rent, healthy yes, yes. that's does, key honestly so i know some people who like they toughed it out because oh, they wanted to, God bless their heart. to be able true, to though. buy their yeah. own property. But it's just like, I know there's this thing of like, oh, you know, like when we get to a certain age, especially mid-20s, yeah, like we should have about, our own place. Yeah. We should get the car. Da, da, da. Yeah. No, if you need to hug the TTC or, yeah. or like a beater car, it's true. do what you got. Mm. Make the sacrifices now mm. because later on in the future, you will like, you will reap the benefits, yeah. right? Yeah. So I would just say like, do everything you can now, but the best thing you can do for yourself is get financial literacy. Mm. Go talk to someone who knows more than you. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I agree with that one because it changed my mind once you started talking. I'm like, I did not know that. Yeah. And so I started to think about my parents and how they were not financially literate in the ways that they were spending and saving their money. Because right. what, I, what I was taught as a young child, I, like my first job, my mom just told me, save your money, don't spend it. And I'm thankful. No, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm very thankful that she yeah. said that. But the money, I didn't do anything with it. It didn't make me any extra money. Yeah. And so that money was just sitting there. Save the money. And Save so the eventually, money. eventually, obviously, there were certain situations that happened and that money had to be used. Yeah. And, and I, didn't, gone like I this. didn't use it. <laughs> right. So I, I didn't have any extra money out of it because I didn't invest in anything. So it's like, a, it's a loss. <laughs> like, right. it's, it's crazy how it could just... That's right. It. it was a lot. But imagine if your parents had then said, exactly. hey, take your money and invest it. Exactly. Mm. I could only imagine where you what at. what would it look like right mm, now. Mm, I would have mm, been mm, in, a, in a better, not a, obviously I'm not in a horrible situation, but mm. I would have had extra money in my bank account. Right. Something I was going to say, um, so one of my uncles, basically he does, similar to you, he's a financial advisor. So he mm -hmm. told us to get the life insurance. Mm hmm can you speak on that? Because I don't know if everybody knows what life insurance is or right. how to like, should yes, you start yes, now? Yes. Do you have to wait until like you're older? Like what is that? And should okay. you, yeah. Cause it's yes. obviously there's different types of life insurance, but let's right. make it up broad. I guess something, broad, yeah. you should have something in place. Mm. 
life insurance is so crucial and important. And that's another mm. thing, a tip I'll give to young mm. folks, get it while you're young, mm. while you're healthy, because mm. it's way cheaper. Trust mm. me. Yeah. Um, with life insurance, the reason why it's of importance is because when you're building up your wealth, what you don't want to happen is for life to hit you mm. and then all of your wealth is gone because right. you didn't have that extra layer of protection. Mm -hmm. So an example I like to use, mm -hmm. um, I heard this from somebody else, uh, a, a mentor of mine, and he was just saying like, okay, imagine if you had an ATM machine in mm -hmm. your house. Would you do everything in your power to protect it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, because if that's the one you're put, that's right. where you're pulling out the money, money from, yeah. then your family's using it, all that stuff, yeah. you want to protect it. Think of life insurance as the same thing. Yeah. You are your income for your family, mm -hmm. right? So you want to make sure that you're protecting yourself. Even if you don't have children yet, yeah. you want to start it now again because you're healthy and yeah. you're young. Yeah. Um, also, I think it's, it's actually quite irresponsible, especially if you have kids, to not have life insurance. Yeah, because God forbid something. Now, I believe the cancer rate is it's it's one in two people. One in two Canadians. Wow. Right? So even if you, you don't necessarily like die and pass on, something like having critical illness yeah. is important. Yeah. Because God forbid, it's like, okay, this happens. You know you're going to survive. Yeah. But then you can't work for like mm. a year. Mm. Where's that income coming from? Yeah. Who's going to take care yeah. of you? Right? Whereas like if you had critical illness, you could get that payment out yeah. tax-free. Yeah. Right? Mm. And relax yeah. and be able to do what you need to do. Yeah. So there's so many different reasons. And GoFundMe is not a good option. Ah, but the, literally, you took the words out of my mouth. It, it so. pains me. It pains me to see, people like, just, yeah. people, even some. sometimes it could be people our age, mm, the right. picture they put on the GoFundMe, man's wearing, like, Gucci, Louis. <sighs> and you're telling your family has to put a GoFundMe up. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. Just that's not fair. Like, yeah. No, it isn't. You know, we have to be responsible to put that in place. So, yeah, no, yeah. That's 100% right, to put be Put that honest. insurance in place. Yes, yeah. so life insurance, you heard her. Yes. It, there's there's various types, but yes. it's uh, and it's I have an aunt too. Like she also mm -hmm. she had a stroke and it obviously you don't know you're going to get a stroke. It's just mm -hmm. it's random. It's it doesn't you don't know what's going to happen. So she had a stroke and now she's just sitting at home. But she was smart enough to start something for herself mm -hmm. so she's not out here struggling right. to pay all her medical pills or whatever it is that she needs to pay for, she has that money sitting, right? And so, yeah, I, I'm. That's I encourage people. Please go. Yeah. Well, you can speak to her, and she'll she'll give <laughs> yeah, all her info, yes, she'll give all we'll her information the info at the end. The, but she is she will help you, and she'll break it down for you. Where it's like, and that's the one thing I, I love about Aisha. She's just. Mm. She makes it so simple. Very I, simple. It felt That's like I was reading need. a book. I'm not even joking. Yeah. She didn't use no big, big words. Yes. She, didn't, she just made it simple yes. where you're just like... Okay. Oh, yeah. we I need people it. to speak our language. Yes. I think right. that's why we're scared yes. to go to people yes. is because they're not speaking their language. Like even when you mentioned credit cards, yeah, I think I told this story before, but it was a long time ago. When I first got my credit card, I was like 19, I think. Okay. Yeah. They get you <laughs> Jane, Jane and Shoreham mm -hmm. went to the RBC there. White man, blonde hair. <laughs> oh. It's time for you. You can get a credit card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's that. He started me off with, a, I think, like. 2000 or something like that. I didn't know anything. Okay. Okay. About yeah. money. I'm like, you know what? I can manage yeah, 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 the yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. You know, let me <laughs> just get this credit card. Max that thing out. Yeah. It, it maxed it out. It went to 4,500. Wait. Uh, 4,500. 4,000. I don't know. You asked me that question. I don't even know. It could be shoes. It can okay. be. Wait, did they like, increase it? So you went. So I, I went to 2000. They, oh, hey, um, Eric, um, you're looking good right now. We can increase it. Yup. 
Yeah. Hey. Yup. And it got to like 4,500. 4, and it would just never go down. Like, yeah. okay, let me speak. I'm going to ask you a question because okay. credit cards, obviously, when they call you, because I think you told me this, when mm. they call you or they email you, whatever it is, and they ask you, do you want to, we have an offer for you to increase your, yeah. do you take it or you say no? You take that. Can you explain why? Because some people are like, no, I'm yeah. good with where I'm yeah. at. I'm not going up. <laughs> and I get why people say no again, because there's that fear. Because, you know, sometimes they line up in situations yeah. like that. And they're like, okay, I'm done with credit cards because I can't handle it. Yeah. Again, this all goes back to make sure you are working on your financial health mm-hmm. and you have good like practices in place. But the reason why I say to accept it is because then your threshold for your credit score then expands. Mm. So take, for example... Um, Oh my gosh, I'm my math thing is not going to be right, but basically you only want to utilize 30% of your how much credit how much you cre- have, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So if you have a thousand, mm-hmm. then you can only use 30% of that. I, I don't know what the math is right now. I'll have to calculate yeah. it. But imagine now if they say, okay, we're going to increase your credit card score to 5,000. Now you now have a bigger 30% threshold. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say accept it. Um, but with the mindset of I'm not going to use more than 30. And you should be using credit cards mainly for your everyday expenses. Because mm-hmm. the interest rate on most credit cards isn't the greatest. Yeah. So, But it's a good way to help build up your credit. Right. right? And then when you go to apply for other loans and things and they look at you know your credit score and they're mm-hmm. like okay this person can handle the money that they have they make their payments on time and mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. and the bank obviously entrusts them because they're giving them more and more money yeah right so and you want to get to a point where they're offering you lines of credit because mm-hmm. usually those interest rates are lower than the credit card mm-hmm. what's a line of credit just because honestly i'm Ooh. i don't even know what that is <laughs> People tell me if you got a line of credit you're popping there are different types of lines of credit yeah. so there's like one-time ones and then there's ones that naturally like mm-hmm. refill um the personal ones that you want to get is the one that refills every time you use it but it's similar to a credit card mm. right um you can you use it uh, the money, it's like an account. Well, how it works for mine, it's like an account, a separate account on mine. Yeah. I'll transfer it to my checkings and then I'll use it. Oh. So, um, but mainly I'm letting it sit there because I, there's an investment that I'm trying to do. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, it all depends. But you definitely, the main reason why you want it is because the interest rate is it's way lower yeah. than, a, than the average yeah. credit card. So um, it's it's basically like a credit card. So can you, can you apply for that or they'll give it to you? You can apply. But you don't want it. You yeah. want to get pre-approved. Yeah. Mm. Even with a credit card. Like the ideal is to be pre-approved as mm. opposed to applying for it. Because they do do, I believe they do a hard credit check. Mm. Um, which isn't a big yeah, thing yeah. when it comes to your credit score. But you want to save that for times when you actually need it. Like yeah. you're, you know, going for a mortgage or something like that. So, yeah. Mm. Got it. Okay. I have another question because it has mm. to do with a credit card. Mm-hmm. So my my mom, I don't know if she's right or wrong, but my mom told me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My mom told me that if you pay for your credit card before, it's better than paying on the day of the due date. I think she might be right on that. Beca- it's, it's, because I'm, I've, I've heard where you need to pay on the day of, not before. Because if you pay before, they don't count it. Hmm. So that's, yeah, I don't... Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to fake the funk. <laughs> I'm going to have to look into that. Okay. But what I will say is mm-hmm. that you don't want to pay back too quickly. Okay. Um, it's kind of like they reward you mm. if they feel like you're going to take some time to pay it back. Because essentially the, the, 
they want you to pay yeah. the interest, yeah. right? They want it to accumulate. They yeah. want so you to track. <laughs> they want you to pay the interest. Yeah. So what you want to do is essentially, like, after you make a purchase, you mm. want to wait about ten days before you pay it back. Mm. But for some people, it doesn't. It's not the most convenient. Yeah, yeah. I like to pay one time a lump sum. Yeah. Um, but there is a difference between your your due date and when your statement date comes, and it's being recorded on your credit report. Oh. So there's two different dates. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't like when so I have to like call myself. Because there'll be times where I'll just make so many purchases on my credit card. Yeah. And like two days, I'll try to pay it back because it's, I don't like like paying that one lump sum and just here, you know? But at the same time, like it's a game, right? I can't just pay it like all. And I don't want to be thinking about money like 24 7. Right. Someone told me that and I'm like, yo, that's so true. Yeah. I don't want to just have a peace of mind when it comes to like the credit card and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm scarred. I, yeah, I get it. But like some people, different people use different strategies. Like I know someone who's like, okay, I'm going to pay twice a month. So they pay mm. on the 1st and they pay on the 15th. Mm. And that way they remain consistent. They don't forget about paying back their credit card. And at least it's like, there's a varying time in terms of when they yeah. pay it back. But yeah, I would say mainly keep it to like, expenses like gas groceries mm-hmm. things that you're you know you have to pay for mm-hmm. try to avoid p- paying for things that you don't have money for already right so right. Yeah. okay let's switch gears let's oh let's let's talk about her business yes because okay. yes. obviously beyond you want to promote right because she's the block. sick <laughs> beyond the block yes yes, she's yes, sick. yes 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 so yes. talk about beyond the block how yeah. that started and mm-hmm. like what is that about i guess you can go ahead and share. um beyond the block so as you guys know like it, it got birth for me just going on my own financial journey and wanting to teach the youth that i work with mm-hmm. because essentially i want them to be further ahead at my age mm-hmm. right um and i realized that if the things that i'm learning now if i had learned that at, like when I first got my first job at McDonald's yeah. age 16 yeah. hands down I would have had a house yep. probably on my way to getting my second mm. right uh, my investment property so that was a huge thing and then also like I'm just as I'm learning as you guys said like it doesn't have to be that hard yeah. right but no one is teaching us and it's so frustrating yeah. honestly personal <laughs> like my high school had personal finance yeah. and some of these things were taught and it's just like had I been encouraged to do that? But no, I was like, oh, you have to do like, you know, like all these, um, what is it? Functions. Yeah. I don't know what they call yeah, it yeah, now. Yeah. Even I'm aging myself. But yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. And then, or example, I went to the bank, opened up a TFSA. Why didn't the man explain to me? It what? takes two yeah. seconds to yeah. tell me how a TFSA yeah. works. Yeah. Right. And it would have benefited them in the end. Exactly. Right. Um, so those things. Um, and so I was just like, okay, I want people to understand that all these barriers, all these, um, these blocks that they see in their life, it could be like mental blocks. It could be just physical blocks, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you can get past it to get to where you're trying to get to. Mm-hmm. But the sooner you get at it, the better. Yeah. Right. And so for me, when I started learning the information, I felt this weight mm-hmm. lifted off of me. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, I can actually reach my retirement goals. Yeah. If I just, if I'm disciplined and yeah. diligent during this time. So I just want to pass that off to people. I want to make it simple. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make it easy for people to digest. Yeah. And yes, I want to work with people on an individual basis, but I also, I want to be speaking in front of people, doing things like this, getting, reaching yes, the masses yes. because people need to hear this. Our economy is atrocious yeah, right yeah, now. It's horrible. And it's sad to see, right? And it's just like, I want people to understand how money works mm-hmm. and how it can work for you, yeah. right? Because you're gonna lose the game if you don't know how to it's play true. it. Real talk. What was your aha moment to like start this business? To start the business. Yeah, like what was like the moment or if you have a short a story Ooh. to share, like um honestly, 
So it's, it, there's two parts. Mm -hmm. So uh, I read The Dad, Rich Dad, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Yeah, yeah Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Dad yeah, by Robert yeah. Kiyosaki. Definitely, yeah. um, definitely read the book. You can definitely listen to it on YouTube. Um, highly recommend. And uh, so when I was, when I caught COVID, mm -hmm. and this was a time when, you know, you had to be on like isolation for 10 days. Yeah. My symptoms were bad, so I was um, bored out of my mind. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me read this book. So I read it and it's crazy. He doesn't tell you like actual like, money concepts mm. per se but just how to change your mind and so one of the mm. biggest takeaways was um go find someone who knows more than you and go learn from them mm. so the person who did the workshop for my youth i reached out to her and i was like hey this is what i want to do and at this point i knew i wanted to start a business right. um sidebar i was doing sewing and stuff like that mm -hmm. like wedding dresses so like okay how can i expand on these things and then she was just like you know what i really like your heart and what you're trying to do and we need more people like you in the financial industry mm. come learn what i'm doing mm. and so honestly i was hesitant i was like uh I don't necessarily want to do that, but I do yeah. want to learn. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if I do this course and I get, you know, I don't have to get licensed if I don't want to. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to know more and be able to pass exactly. the information off. But halfway through, I'm seeing improvement in my finances. Mm. I'm paying off all my debt. I'm getting, mm. the banks are like offering me lines of credit. <laughs> I felt so good. <laughs> and then on top of that, I'm helping my family. Yeah. I'm helping like my niece, like yeah. just the growth that I've seen in her. Like I'm a little jealous mm. sometimes. Um, but yeah, when I saw that, I was like, okay, people need the help yeah right and so from there i was just like again it's a win-win situation i get to hit my goals and i get to help other people hit their goals mm. as well and through what i'm doing like i want to get to a place actually no i'm i'm doing it now where i'm training up other people to do what i do mm. because i know my business is going to excel yeah. it's going to mm. get huge yeah. and i want i want to be able to get to as many people as possible mm. so now i'm like i got to duplicate myself yeah so that's mm. what i'm trying to do yeah. but um yeah that's essentially that was my twofold moment yeah i guess you'd say like, beyond the block beyond is the block thriving tb so yeah. you better get on it now <laughs> yes where, where do you see beyond the block in five years um hmm. beyond the block in five years it's definitely known throughout the city of toronto mm -hmm. um but also i want to expand into other provinces so i need to get licensing for that mm. um and also, it's giving back to the community directly to programs that I know that are really hands-on, yeah. right? Um, yeah, there's some cool things that I want to do with it, and I want to partner with grassroots organizations to be able to, again, get that information out there. Mm. But it's successful. It's thriving. Honestly, I want to be a philanthropist. I just want to make lots of money to give it away. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be like multi-million oh, yeah. dollar Def company in five years mark whoever is watching this you heard it first <laughs> yep. we did, it's prophetic so just letting you know we were here before she got there yep. <laughs> Fact. Yeah. but yes aisha thank you so very much thank for actually it. opening up the minds of those who are listening and watching yes. because yes. i bet you right now people are like i'm gonna i'm contacting you right now yes. asap yes. <laughs> ASAP. So, any mm. final thoughts? Anything you want to share before we close? And then and you can some advice, your... maybe to the young ones out yeah. there or the Anything. older ones. Yeah. Anybody who can just take advantage yeah. of this. I I'll just repeat. It's it's your mindset. Mm -hmm. um, you need to work on that first and and have discipline. But and also like I I'm a firm believer. This is why I named it Beyond the Block. Mm. Your blocks, your barriers. Um, see them as stepping stones to the next level of greatness, mm. right? So whatever you're going through right now, you're going to learn so much. God is teaching you so much through yeah. it. Don't let that deter you, right? Mm. Um, let it be a stepping stone to greatness. So mm. 
and reach mm. out to me. Yes, you heard her. I, that <laughs> was good. That's that's good. I like that closing. That was a good ending. I just want to add to that. When I think of a beyond the block, it's like mm. when I lived in the in the hood and stuff like that. Like some people's minds were trapped mm-hmm. right. in the hood, but my mind and a couple other a lot of other more people is like. We thought, like, yeah, we live here, but we don't live here. Like, our mm-hmm. minds don't live here, right? Mm-hmm. So right. that's why I, I thought about, like, a lot of stuff, like, even with this podcast or, like, just, like, I'm a dreamer. It's so, like, I always right. knew that more things can happen if you just work hard. So mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I like a good that. closing. Yes. Yeah. Well, before we close, why don't you share your Instagram information yeah, where sure. they can All find you, contact you. Because <laughs> yes. they, come on, if you ain't say it, we won't say it. Yeah. You need okay, to get okay. on it right now. Yes. Um, get, actually, you know, schedule is booking up already. So follow me on Instagram at getbeyondtheblock. Um, and yeah, reach out to me through there or through email, mm-hmm. getbeyondtheblock at gmail.com. So um, yeah, get to me while I have some well, I have the little time. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, because she's busy. She's not just the financial advisor. She's yeah. also a leader in the community. Right. She's making impact in so many ways. I can't even. So God is definitely using her, and yeah. I'm excited to see what's next for her in mm-hmm. terms of the, this season, the next year. Oh, like she already said, multi. She said multi million. So I'm multi with her. I'm I'm holding it too. I'm like I'm journeying with you. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys will be right there. Yeah, I'm following along. Five years, we're gonna do another. And yeah, get yes. a big studio. Yes, Amen. Yes, yes. Amen. Yeah, Amen. great things are gonna happen. Amen to that. Well, once again, thank you for everyone who's listening all the way till the end. I hope yes. you learned something new. Yes. Um, I definitely. I'm always learning from Aisha. She's fantastic. Fantastic. So once again, before we are the road to 1K, right? Yes, we're on the road to 1K Mm. subscribers. So you guys have to like, subscribe. Get us there. Yes. Aisha's people that are watching. Yes. Like and subscribe. (laughs) Okay. Welcome to the team. You're with us now. (laughs) If it's valuable to you and you know it's gonna bless somebody, share this. Please do. So that we don't keep it here and it's just in your mind or in your ears, but someone else is benefiting from it. So go ahead, follow us on Instagram, the juxtaposition podcast underscore Mm -hmm. or on YouTube, Spotify, Google, you name it. We're everywhere. And the beauty about YouTube is that it's forever going to be there. Oh, yeah. It's like... You can watch ourselves age. (laughs) Right, right? (laughs) (laughs) We've got a little bit of wrinkles over here and there. Well, that is all for us. Um, Janet says bye, too. I know. Oh, Janet. But it's okay. She'll be here next time. Yeah, she will. (laughs) Well, once again, thank you once again. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Peace.